0: honey bright
1: And the guys are back here for episode three of the DARF show. Hopefully this episode will have volume. And you wonder why I muted you with Dave (laughs) Darling. I think he just ignored me. (laughs) Well, he knew you were a late model guy. I was a late model guy, so (laughs) when I spoke, he just didn't even listen. (laughs) But uh, episode three coming off uh, Auto Club Speedway in California on Sunday. I'm going to throw it to the guys first for a wrap-up of this week's race, and then we'll get into some hot takes uh, and preview next week's race.
2: What'd you think? I'll ask you this time.
1: I thought it
0: uh, actually was a little bit of a boring race myself. Yeah. Uh, California has a tendency to run that that way. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, you'd think California, they'd try to hype it up, but for some reason, they just... Yeah. If Um, it wasn't for the stages in this race, there would be like nothing yeah you know
2: that's what i was going to mention you know for me it was a carbon copy almost of what i said last week about las vegas you know thank god for the stage breaks you know the restarts were you know pretty wild but i don't think they were as action-packed as what las vegas was but i mean it i had a little bit of a tough time there you know but i think that's I like the track. You know, it's got a lot of character mm-hmm. and just seeing how much the cars and the drivers are bouncing around. I, I don't know how much they enjoy it. <laughs> but, you know, just watching it on TV, you know, it's just something a little bit different, you know.
0: That's what I like about Kentucky is, mm-hmm. you know, the track has the character and you know, you think that would bring something into it, but there's something with that track. They just get like strung out and really yeah. not a whole lot of action.
2: Yeah, it but that was
0: opposite of Vegas, you know, they were right. four and five wide. So right. It
2: uh, just seemed like after, you know, the first 10 or 15 or so laps after a restart, you know, it would get singled out. But those 10 or 15 laps were pretty damn yeah. impressive, yeah. I thought. I
0: almost think when you get a track like that, maybe NASCAR look at, find a way to add more stages in or, or some mm-hmm. way to break that. I wish they would have a
2: fourth up. stage at some of these like longer, like the Coke Six Hundred. They yeah. have four stages. Yeah, but it's a good point. You know, it. Uh, what was that? A four hundred mile race. Mm-hmm. So
0: every hundred miles.
2: Yeah, I could. Yeah. I would agree with that. You know. Yeah. It,
0: I know they're anticipating whether there's going to be cautions from accidents, but it seems like California is re- probably. you know, I haven't looked at the statistics, so I'm sure someone's going to say we're wrong. But it seems like that would probably be a track that has less cautions than some other. Right. You know. Um, the tracks.
2: I believe they said at one point in the broadcast later or later in the race that there was only like one car out. <laughs> and, you know, there was several of them that was, you know, quite a few laps yeah. down. But, you know, there really wasn't any on track incidents to really speak of. You know, Larson got in the wall and
0: that's not surprising.
2: No. Well, yeah. Hamlin, I think, got into him and yeah. about turned him around. And then uh, there was somebody else that blew a tire maybe i can't remember who it was but other than that it was pretty pretty clean you know but
0: i'm glad for alex bowman i mean that yeah. was the one thing that uh that i was pleased you know he had to kind of fight for that seat mm-hmm. there you know when junior was coming out and jeff gordon was filling in and yeah you know, he had to kind of fight for that so i was glad to see him uh yeah
2: he was fast right off the truck there for practice yeah. he was he was getting with it
0: i wanted dustin to check our uh list and see if either one of us picked him
1: in our final both of you Mm -hmm. yeah both of you you actually had him seventh i believe um on your list which i know you didn't exactly rank them in order because at first i was gonna say you didn't have him, and then i kept looking up and then i found alex bowman uh yeah bowman was your seventh uh choice and I'm a little worried about my bet with Nathan now because Nathan had Bowman in at 13 with one win.
2: So he's already oh, got that. the win.
1: So now I'm kind of that, worried about the yeah. Chase Elliott-Kevin Harvick thing. Um, but I, I, I'm still faithful.
0: <laughs> I, I was – because that's my first thing I thought. I said, you know, are we looking pretty good
2: with this mm-hmm. one. So
0: especially you do with you predicting the win. So that's –
2: that's good as long as he doesn't win anymore the rest of the 26 (laughs) races i'm golden so (laughs) but no that was good to see alex win alex you know he's he's worked his way up through the cup series you know um, driving you know less than stellar oh yes Yes. you know and like you said they took a chance on him you know junior wanted him in the 88 car and you know it looks like it's finally starting to pay off a little bit yeah just to update our uh, NASCAR Fantasy League here for
1: uh, Thrall It Up in the Darf Show, i uh, got to give a big shout-out to my guy Clark Griswold, uh, Clark Smith, uh, leading the league with 578 points. Um, I am currently in 10th uh, with 438 points. Top 10, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Out of 10. Um, <laughs> 13, I think. Uh, well, 12, but one person's not played all year. Yeah. So uh, 10 out of 11. But before you get too cocky, you're in ninth um, with 442 points. You got me by four points right now. I thought I was actually behind <laughs> you still. Uh... So, uh, And uh, Nathan Bowling took a big jump. He's up to fifth uh, wow. with 476. Here's where you and I should feel really bad, though. Jed Barton sent a message to I've the site. Yes. He missed the entire first week putting in points. He's currently in sixth. Oh, wow! <laughs> so he's... <laughs> wow jed follows racing pretty close he's though. beating yeah, yeah. both of us yeah. <laughs> with with that well, so it's, it's 36 races if we dominate right off the bat nobody's going to want to play with us. so absolutely and i'm trying to save all those good drivers because you yeah. only get them 10 times i know so yeah, i'm yeah. i'm holding back you wait i went pretty weak you you, know, you, I want, I me, thought. you want me to be honest mm-hmm. i have
0: yet to change my drivers because i cannot figure out how to get on there to change them <laughs> So my set has been exactly the same for three weeks now. I get on every week, like, and I cannot figure out how to change my drivers. So you have the
2: NASCAR app, you can do it right on your phone. Yeah, I. Oh, you. Did.
1: Yeah, and I can't figure out how to change it. Hmm. Um. So after ten weeks, you're really going to tank. Yeah. <laughs> Unless somebody comes and,
0: I'm showing my age
2: and that I can't figure this out. Uh uh-huh. it, it took me yeah. a little bit to kind of get used to it. I I done it on the computer. So I first, have the so. I've had the exact
0: same lineup for three weeks straight. No, but I passed you with that. Well, I, I've already told you today, I'm 14 laps down. Yeah, I know. Today, by the way, I know this is going to come out not today, but this is Dustin's birthday. Yeah. Yeah, so he got a little closer to me in age. 14 laps down. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
2: But no. About Soon to be the, 15. <laughs> with the uh, fantasy deal, uh, some guys at work, uh, we've got a deal going on, and I don't have the same picks, you know, for each – I changed it up a little bit, and at one point yesterday, I text a buddy of mine, and uh, all five of my drivers were running in the top five, and my garage car was running six. And I was like, hmm, that was only like 20 laps in, and I was like, I hope it just ends right now. But I know <laughs> it's not going to work out that way. But Our one pool, all three of my cars finished in the
1: top 13, and I didn't even win the week. I don't know what it's like to have cars finish in the top ten.
0: I had all three in the top 15. If I get them all in the
1: top 20, I'm excited. Not been a good year. And one of my cars finished second. But the sad thing about that league is I'm still in, like, fifth or sixth. I just passed you. I was in sixth, and you was in – so I'm leading you in two leagues now. Like, how bad does everybody else have to be behind me? Well, that guy in ninth is real bad right now. I know. (laughs) But – (laughs) So, hey, before we jump into hot takes, and this isn't one that I had on the list for today. get an extra one, huh? But it's going to be a bonus because Nathan posted it, and I got to reading about it. And I've already seen all the comments that you get with anything NASCAR does or changes. Going from the five lug setup next year with the car of – or it's not the car tomorrow. It's the next gen. gen I don't want to call it the car tomorrow because that was a disaster. yes.
2: A brick with a wing, going
1: from <laughs> Fast and the Furious Part Nine, <laughs> NASCAR, um, but <laughs> going from five lugs to a single lug, more of an F one, indie car style setup. Where do we fall on that change?
2: I, I can see where people would be a little upset, but where, where do you stand? Because I'm going to tell you where I stand when you get done. So, To me, I would rather see the traditional five-lug setup. But they're increasing the diameter of the tire. It's an 18-inch tire or wheel, whatever. And they had tested the five-lug setup with the 18-inch wheels. And the load going into the corner wasn't. There, it was it wasn't safe basically. It wasn't. Then why are they safe. going to
1: an eight inch wheel? The eighteen the eighteen inch wheel is because um it's for the manufacturers because it makes them look more like the streetcars. Right. So there's gonna be one lug on all the streetcars then? No, but the streetcars aren't doing two
0: hundred at daytona. Right. But the th- Oh but we gotta make an eighteen inch wheel so it looks like the streetcars, but we're only gonna put one one lug nut on it. They don't look like the streetcar. I mean, it's kind of a contradiction. Isn't but
1: it? I think I think from a distance it's going to look closer because the rims are going to look right. a lot fancier. But.
2: I'll be quiet because I'm, I'm <laughs> when I get going, I'm going to go. So, But with what they had tested with the one lug setup, I believe they said it was like 30% more a, a durable mm-hmm. than what the five lug setup was. And, you know, if it's about safety, I'm all for it. But as far as I, I'd just rather see the five lug setup, but I'd rather see the safety aspect, though.
1: Anyone that's watching this live, you can already tell what Matt's opinion is going to be just by his body language. Uh, so, Matt, go ahead and give us your opinion. As you guys both know, I'm a
0: traditionalist with NASCAR. So, I agree with you. There should be five lugs on there. Mm-hmm. And. NASCAR has not looked like a street car for years, mm-hmm. so why are we worried about it now? To put a bigger, again, I think we're trying to play to the youth. Well, like, what's every young kid's vehicle running up and down the road? They got bigger, oversized wheels and tires on mm-hmm. there. So I think this is the win over to the youth more than it is. Oh, it's going to look like the car. That's what they got to sell it at. But aren't
1: we aren't we talking out of both sides of our mouth if we're talking about how do we get more youth involved? In racing and motorsports, and then when NASCAR makes a move like this, we crush them.
0: Yeah, I am. But why are they going to argue that we got to do this to look like? Th- why don't they just say we're trying to get the youth involved? Well, I don't know. I'm just telling you what That's the what article said that it was to yeah. make it match yeah. the manufacturers. That's what, they just need to come forward and say, "Hey, the youth likes this. But we're going to go this way."
1: Instead of we want it to look more like. Th-
2: look well, at, th- look uh, at the only, cars.
0: They don't look nothing like. That's well, they but call the, the this only thing—the bottom. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can say <laughs>
1: though is. Is I think when you look back at it, maybe the original plan was the idea we're trying to make it look more like the production cars with the five-lug setup, but when they figured out you couldn't go to the 18-inch rim with the five-lug setup, that's where I think it changed. Personally, I'm going to give you my perspective of it. I love it, and here's the reason why I love it. It's like a sprint car. That's what he's going to say. No, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. I think it evens the playing field for lower-money teams even more. Because having the best pit crew changes the game there. And having the best guys that can train, that can do all the stuff they can do at JGR and, and you know Hendrick and all of those to level the playing field where it's one lug nut, it's a faster stop, I think it helps the, the, the lower-income teams and funded teams to compete on pit stops.
2: Because how many races are won or lost in the pit box? Right. And I think another reason – why they're doing this may not be the main reason but they're looking ahead you know trying to get more manufacturers involved Honda yeah the the hot rumor is Honda's on
0: its way right John Magel?
2: (laughs) that that well Honda owns Acura yeah I believe and the rumor is that Acura is going to be the next manufacturer in NASCAR but that's one reason why they want to do this high downforce slower uh horsepower package like they're doing now it attracts more of the different manufacturers in so i don't know i've got mixed reviews about it but it, as long as it helps the long-term growth of the sport and it's safe or it's more safe than what it is you know safety is a moving target you know then i'm all for it but I'm still kind of a traditionalist with some things, like what Matt was saying. But I, another thing I think, you know, if they're only going to do one lug, how are they going to wait on two cans of fuel? They're going to be done changing tires.
1: Excellent point. Well, and I saw your your, your uh, comment today, and I think you're 100% right. I think that's the next thing that changes.
2: Yeah. I, I would assume that there's something going to be like an IndyCar-style refueling system. They just got the hose they plug in and all the gas goes in and what five or six seconds they're done have at it and i and again i think going back to safety i think
1: that's one area where and you know who invented that system the wood brothers yeah the modern pit stop no i'm saying yeah. the fuel dump that yeah. indycar uses was right invented by the wood mm-hmm. brothers But I think even getting the gas man out of the pit box and and carrying the fuel is another safety thing. Because, I mean, how many times do we see it get pulled off or the gas man gets hit or, you know, I mean, just, again, I think anything you can do for safety. But I do agree. I think if you're going to do it and go to the one lug, you're going to have to do something with fuel as well.
2: Yeah, because what if they come in and just change two tires? You know, they're going to be waiting on fuel for however long, you know, but. I'm all about the safety part of mm -hmm. it. I just. You know, I don't, and I don't once know. they
1: go to electric engines anyway, it won't matter. They'll be able to change the tires real quick. <laughs> go down to Walmart, get a new battery put in it. <laughs> They're going to change the name to NASBARC. NASBARC. <laughs> <laughs> and that will lead us into tonight's hot takes. That
0: with Greg Biffle. He's the most unprofessional little scaredy cat I've ever seen in my I life. Love that. He will not even fight me like a man after.
1: So someone texts me his address, I'll go see him Wednesday at his house
0: and show him, show him what he really needs. He needs, a, he needs a friggin' whooping, and I'm gonna give it to him. He was flipping me off, giving the finger, totally unprofessional, two laps down. I mean, he's a chump. I went over there to go talk to him. He wouldn't even let me get out of the car, and he comes over and throws a few little baby punches, and then when I get out, he runs away and hides behind some big guys, but he, he won't hide from me long. I'll, I'll find him. I won't settle it out in the track. It's not right to wreck cars, but...
1: I can't imagine Greg Biffle being two laps down and causing a problem. <laughs> um, so, first, at least he's not fourteen. <laughs> I will settle it on the track uh, tonight's uh, first um, hot topic, and we talked a little bit leading into this about you know Alex Bowman and what he did on on Sunday, and um, you know kind of talking about that transition. He's another guy in a contract year. This may be one of the biggest contract years in NASCAR mm. for a long time. Oh yeah. In a contract year, what are the chances that he either, A, is gone from Hendrick at the end of the year, or is he the next guy as Johnson leaves that he's going to be the flag carrier
2: for Hendrick Motorsports? I think whoever's going to be the leader of Hendrick Motorsports is going to be driving a 48 car next year, in my opinion. I mean, I know last week I was banking on Chase Elliott, you know, this year. I mean, he's going to get some wins, I think, but I don't know if he's going to be the face of Hendrick. I think it's going to be, in my opinion, the driver that's going to be in the 48 next year, and it's going to be Brad Keselowski, in my opinion.
0: Oh, look at that.
2: Hot take. Oh, so, wow.
0: Yeah, he, he needs a little sound effect on that one. I do. I got to get my sound effect board up.
1: <laughs> Wasn't ready
2: for him to have such a hot take right I was, there.
0: I was impressed.
2: Hot take. I'm going to go 90% positive that he's going to be in the 48 next year ninety percent I really have nothing to rebuttal on
0: that at all because I actually kind of i'm a a closet kislowski fan mm-hmm. and I was not until he was became champion and he kind of showed his human side right the night of his championship and uh I'm not gonna say I'm a abundant fan but I'm kind of a closet fan for him you know I just mm-hmm. I think that Whoa. that uh <laughs> you know sliced bread there tries to take all the hype and and uh, I think Brad's a way better driver than Lagano yeah. is.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, the <laughs> cow actually had nothing to do with it. That was an accident. Um, I see what he's calling me now. <laughs> but <laughs> I've lost 13 pounds, <laughs> man.
0: <laughs> but I uh, so I like. I, I hope you are go that way. But I was getting ready to say, looking at Hendricks Motorsports right now, for someone to be the face of it, Hendrick needs a facelift, and Keselowski would be amazing for that. Mm-hmm. I think. Have uh, you seen his face? I didn't say it'd be a good one. <laughs> There's bad facelifts, man. <laughs> but uh, I like that. I hope you're right. I really, mm-hmm. I really do because that's a, well. You kind of need that edge mm-hmm. in Hendricks, and and Brad will bring that. And we all know he owes Joey a whole bunch yeah. because he's Joey
2: Logano has wrecked him out a whole lot, yeah. and it's just a matter of how long Brad is. You know he's tired of being second fiddle oh yeah anybody's you know. not he shouldn't be right yeah you know, right.
0: he should not be second fiddle to logano yeah you know i realize every time <laughs> i say logano he hits that horn
1: because i think he agrees that logano's a clown yeah he is i i'm totally middle of the road i don't take it uh, a stance either way okay good race car driver but he's a clown
0: so I, I like that. I'm
1: I'm gonna jump on uh, mm-hmm. on your bandwagon on that and okay hope to see Keselowski in there. So you two are both saying the face of Hendrick going forward is someone, someone of, not in a car at Hendrick right now. Yeah.
2: If Keselowski goes to the 48 next year, that will be the face of Hendrick Motorsports. But if he doesn't, then we got some problems. Is
1: Bowman returning to Hendrick?
2: Yes, I'll say yes. I,
0: I'm gonna I'll, I'll say yes. I think, I don't think. He might not have if he hadn't won, and since he's won early, Mm -hmm. he's already locked himself into the the championship. I think that is going to buy him some time to let's go ahead. And I I could see his contract getting settled early now,
1: for the fact that he's already won. I like it. All right, next one up here. Um, Joe Gibbs Racing has struggled uh, to find speed uh, this year, especially in qualifying. They're you know obviously won the five hundred and. Um, their, their finishing positions haven't been awful, but they have not looked like the Joe Gibbs racing of what I think anybody expected coming into, uh, this season. Is it time for, for the people at Joe Gibbs to press the panic button and get a little nervous? I don't think so.
2: Not, not quite yet. Maybe, you know, see what, see what their performance is like, you know, the rest of this month. I know the, uh, in April. There's a couple off weekends in a row. But I, I'd really like to get to about the 1st of May to really see what they've got because you're going to be going to a, different, a bunch of different types of racetracks, you know, short tracks, mile-and-a-half speedways. And, you know, I, I don't think it's – I mean, it's concerning, but I don't think it's time to hit the panic button just yet on Joe, on Joe Gibbs Racing. I almost so want to disagree with you just to disagree
0: with you, but you can't count them out.
2: No. They're behind – but uh maybe everybody else is just caught up to them you know and and
0: that's a great point too and you know maybe they're focusing more on 2021 Mm -hmm. and letting this be a ride year so they can be ahead of the game next year Mm -hmm. you know because like dustin said they're not finishing horrible they're just not to where we expect jgr cars to be so you know maybe they have already turned their r&d focus to 2021 with the new
1: car Mm -hmm. and letting this just
0: ride out that's that's what i think I like it. Because I think all the cars will get in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree.
1: Going to option number, or hot take number three. We have talked the first two weeks on this show a lot about this rookie class, that this is the most talented and deepest rookie class to come into NASCAR in a long, long time. But I'll be honest, after the first three weeks of the season, they haven't done a whole lot. Is this rookie class going to end up being a letdown? I'll go first on this one. Yeah, you go ahead.
0: I'm going to say the majority yes, and I think our shining rookie this year will not be the ones you think it is. I don't think it's going to be Cole Custer or Bell, who we all thought, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to kind of jump off my own statement from week one, because I think if you go back and look, Tyler Reddick is actually shining more than (laughs) any of the other rookies, and he was a checkers or wreckers guy in the Xfinity series, but... I think he has really shown himself more. I mean, I know it's only three races, and I'll probably, you know, at the midpoint come back and say this is – I chose wrong. But
2: I think Reddick is really showing a little bit more polish than the other guys right now. Yeah, Reddick is going to be exciting this year. Oh, yeah. I've just – you know, he got up to, what, fourth or fifth yesterday on a restart. And finished 13th. Yeah. And, you know, RCR, they haven't been – I don't want to say relevant, but – They've been pretty down, you know, the past, (laughs) the past, you know, few years, but I, one person that I really have been surprised with, he's not in the best equipment, but he's doing good for what he's in. And that's John Hunter Nemechek. Mm -hmm. You know, he filled in the last three or four races last year for Matt Tift and he done more in that car than matt done mm-hmm. all season last year and you know that's usually been around the 30th place car and he's been you know around 20th or so consistently i believe i mean he may have gotten a wreck at daytona i can't remember but who didn't yeah yeah no kidding did he one <laughs> <laughs> but i i think you know like you was saying reddick is going to be you know one of the big ones this year i don't know about cole custer i'm just not i mean he's good in the xfinity series but i think it's going to take him a little while longer to get acclimated to the cup cars i
0: still think they move them up too quick mm-hmm. as soon as they became you know their their xfinity's commercial is this is where names are are made yeah as soon as they get a little bit of recognition of their name they move them up yeah. as quick as they can and i still think let them go up and run two or three races. Mm-hmm. They come back down, and, and I think actually that whole class would have been better to run one more year in Xfinity. Yeah. But I just think they run them up just too quick.
2: See, like a, that really kind of surprised me last year. I th- thought the same thing because, you know, they've got the four-car rule, but they can run a fifth car in so many races yeah. for a rookie. Yeah. And, you know, why didn't Christopher Bell and Joe Gibbs, they take advantage of that? Yeah. Why didn't all those big teams do yeah. that? Because they, they was all looking at a rookie yeah. they were going to bring up. And I know a uh, Cole you know. Custer and a handful of cup races last year, but it was with a, a lower under underfunded yeah. team. But it was you know Stuart Haas was helping them quite a bit. Yeah. But,
1: but I think even that, even putting them in you know one of these sidebar teams, where a Haas or a Stuart Haas or um, JGR, whoever is kind of helping support, it's not bad to get them out there and let them run around the back of the pack. Mm-hmm. I mean no. that's that's a you know. I, we talk about it even on the dirt side with guys that jump in. Let them get out there. Let them see the speedways at that speed, you know, and how the whole the whole event works and kind of build into that instead of jumping right into Hendrick or Gibbs or Stuart Haas and you're in the best equipment with the most pressure on top of Yeah.
2: Well, you see, you know, like Ross Chastain, you know, just talking the Xfinity series, he ran – for a small Xfinity Series team, now he's running, you know, for college racing, and he's running, you know, pretty well. You know, you you run in those smaller teams, and you know what a bad car feels like. Then you get in a good car, and you know more what you're looking for. Um, Same way with, uh, oh, what's his face? <laughs> Shoot, I lost my track. There was somebody else, uh, was Matt Benedetto. that's yeah. who it was he was in the 32 a couple years ago then he went to the 95 got better now he's gonna he's starting to run he ran pretty good race yesterday you know i think the wood brothers are gonna be very proud of him yes yes he's gonna if he doesn't win a race this year i'll be highly disappointed me too
1: so let's move on here to that one so i what what i understand we're kind of we're cooling our, our temperatures on the rookie class, but we've not put them on ice yet. We still think there's some things there. but we I may- think one or two will be decent.
0: I'm, they're not going to set the world on fire. But I think the ones that everybody thought were going to be great aren't.
1: No, if one gets in the playoffs, I think it's Redick.
0: Yeah. And I believe if you look at my list, I have him in the
2: playoffs. You may. I have I put Bell him back up. Getting, yeah. in, getting in on points.
1: Let's jump in here to the points right now and the point-standing surprises. And, again, I understand we're only three races in. Um, but there's some pretty interesting things in my opinion right now in the points, you've got Ryan Blaney leading things. You got Jimmy Johnson in the top five and, and I don't get me wrong. I think all of us agreed before the year, this was just a retirement deal for him and he was gone. I got to say, and I'm not even a Johnson fan. I have enjoyed watching him race the first three races. He's been on the apron. He's made moves. He has looked to, so I don't know if, He's just that much better if he's just said, I'm going after it. I know one of your favorites, Matty D, um, oh, yes. up there, I think, 12th maybe or 13th. Yeah. Chris Busher mm-hmm. is in the top 16 right now. And then to talk about the other side, those guys that are not in that top 16, Kurt and Kyle Busch, yes. which I think all of us would agree, even after three races, that's shocking. But they both helped their issue yesterday with the second and the third. Absolutely. So... What are your surprises? Who do you think is? I guess which which spots right here, three weeks in, are fake. I don't believe that. That's fake news. Don't buy into that guy being where he's at. And which spots are maybe a surprise? But I I, I believe in this.
2: I think the Chris Buescher situation's a little bit of a surprise to me.
1: A fake news,
2: or like, do you think he's uh, gonna ride it there, or do you think he'll end up falling? I wanna say he's gonna end up falling. I mean, I, I wanna see the boy do good, he's a good race car driver, but he's another one that's had, you know, lackluster equipment in the Cup Series, and now, you know, Roush is finally starting to make some gains over the past year or so. Um, I wanna see him do well, but I just, I don't know if it's gonna last. I, I don't know. Um You know, go ahead. You're just wanting to jump in. Go ahead.
0: I'm going to say Jimmy Johnson's the fake news.
2: Based on the last two years, I I would
0: agree. I'm going to say the reason why, what we talked about earlier with the JGR stuff, has not, when they come around, Mm -hmm. all four of those cars are going to pass him up. Yeah. And that's going to knock him down. Because I know I don't have him in the top 16, so I think he will, you know, it's early in the season. I'm sure he heard a lot, you're washed up and all this. Mm-hmm. And I think when the gruel
2: of the season gets on him again, we're going to start seeing him drop. And obviously the Kyle and Kurt Busch, you know, they're going to definitely Kyle. Yeah. I believe he's, you know, he's going to end up being one of the.
0: Well, I believe we both picked a JGR car to be champion.
2: Because mm-hmm. we both picked Hamlin. Mm-hmm. So. But I think Kurt Busch is going to have a good year. Um, he might be running better than what Kyle Larson is. You know, I, I could see. I'm not saying that he. I mean, I'm just saying he could. He's got the potential. You know, he ran good this past weekend. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of interesting things right now. Just three weeks. The one in. I'm
0: I'm shocked about is Matty D. But you guys all know. I think everybody knows me. I am a huge Matty D fan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, uh, I'm hoping he holds true. I'm hoping that's real news and he stays, you know, up in high enough, at least to get in the playoffs. And, yeah. and, uh, I think he will, I think he still has that chip on his shoulder where he feels like he has to prove some stuff to mm-hmm. the world. And I, that gives him that little extra. That's why when he was in equipment, barely competitive, he was making it do things that others couldn't mm-hmm. because he just had that will in him to do that.
2: We got Bristol coming up too yeah. here fairly soon. And yeah. he should have won that race last year in the fall.
0: Yes, he should have.
1: I was rooting so, for him. Yeah. All right. It's that time of the night. Oh, God.
0: What? Hey, did you guys see? I went to Roosters. Oh, yeah. They're Friday night,
1: mm-hmm. boneless. But this
0: is. They uh, look
2: good. They did.
1: Breast meat's always good. The time of the night that we bring up the hottest debate topic every week on The Darf Show. This is our food topic. And tonight, it's a good one. Should chili have beans and noodles? Oh, I love
2: this argument. Well, it don't matter what I say. I'm going to be wrong, so... How I grew up, dad would fix chili. He would always put spaghetti in it. Spaghetti, did I say spaghetti? He would always put spaghetti in it. How I have fixed it, I don't put pasta in it. I like it either way. But I got to be careful here. Dad's listening. I know. I, his chili is great. Should chili have pasta and beans? Definitely beans. But I could go without the pasta. But I do enjoy it.
0: I'm going back to being a tradi- traditionalist again. No pasta. <laughs> you put pasta in it. it is now chili mac? Chili Yes. Beans not chili we have changed the entire dish i don't know too many people put spaghetti i know most people put the the macaroni elbows in it and like i said that becomes chili mac Mm -hmm. so you have you're not longer have chili beans 100 (laughs) percent yes but uh yeah definitely no pasta in that my family are all from the south Mm -hmm. and when they first moved (laughs) Somebody by honking for the right-of-way. <laughs> when, when they first moved to Indiana and that came up, that's what they said that was a more northern thing was the macaroni and stuff mm-hmm. in the 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 chili. So yeah. To me, chili is no pasta.
2: Chili yeah. sandwich.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> but beans. Definitely beans. Yes. I actually like the uh Extra the beans. hot beans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Muy caliente. <laughs> Now I do put tomato paste in the chili to make it just a little bit more hearty. The hmm. small
2: cans of tomato paste—you
0: yeah. put the tomato paste in there.
2: What I have trouble with is people putting spaghetti in a bowl and then dumping the chili over top of it. Have you ever seen anybody do that?
1: I do that. Now
2: here's here's the answer to when. Oh, That's always
1: the like leftover lunch meal after you have chili. So, like, my mom would always make chili. When you used to have chili, it's just chili. And you mm-hmm. eat yeah. peanut butter sandwiches with your chili. Oh, definitely. Yes. Yeah. And you try and make mimic the school, the old school cafeteria peanut butter. Peanut butter and syrup. Uh, yes. And, but the next day, to change it up a little bit, that was always my favorite, was, like, spaghetti with, instead of pasta sauce, you put chili on it. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. a steak and shake
2: chili Sky five way. chili, yeah.
1: Okay, do you guys put beer in your chili?
2: Beer in your chili?
0: When I make chili, I put, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I put a beer in there. I cook a beer in the chili.
2: Huh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: you too? I mean, do you do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've never heard of that. Oh yeah. yeah,
2: I've drank beer and tomato juice, and it's who it hasn't. Well, <laughs> I remember my first one. <laughs> <I'll just say. laughs> rather tasty oh yeah Chilada is that what they call it <laughs> that's what the brand
1: name is yeah, called yeah um we call them bloody beers bloody or, a, beers, or yeah. a poor man's poor man's bloody man's mary, bloody yeah. mary. Yeah.
0: yeah yes yeah that yeah, don't but, sound too bad but
1: yeah put your beer next thing you
0: make chili put your beer in it i think it makes it a little heartier tasting
2: so i gotta load a bunch of hot sauce in mine oh yeah i do. I have to do that too. oyster crackers yeah
1: so we'll put that out on the uh the thralled up page. Uh that for was a lot less violent than it was yeah,
0: last week. That one really wasn't a good argument. Yeah. I know, I'm but sorry. Nathan can eat it, eat it either either way. Yeah. So yeah, and he'll have a I don't know how he does it though. He doesn't cook the spaghetti noodles so they're stiff like a bone.
2: <laughs> no follow up to that. <laughs> this is a family show. It is? <laughs>
0: you got to give us an extra. That question wasn't arguable.
1: Yeah, no. that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I'll throw this out there. Right, here we go. I, I, I was going to save this one, but since you guys feel like my question sucked.
0: That was just lackluster for you.
1: Well, maybe you guys didn't bring it. What
0: well, are we going to argue? I said no.
1: He said either way. Well, that's on you two. I bring the questions. You bring the arguments. Yeah. Uh, So here. Is a Pop-Tart a ravioli? Because I see where you're going here. This is. It's covered. I'm going to say no. It's sealed on all the edges. It has a substance in the inside.
2: The breakfast ravioli? I'm going to say no. I can see the characteristics of Why it. Why you no know has friends?
0: <laughs> I believe a ravioli, though, says with a meat center, doesn't it?
2: Well, or cheese, cheese ravioli. Cheese ravioli.
0: Okay, well you have a cheese pop tart?
1: Cream cheese. Do they make
2: those? I don't believe so. <laughs>
1: Let me see what the definition of ravioli is.
2: Ravioli.
0: We're actually educating the public with these arguments. When I posted that thing on the hot dog thing, my Facebook blew up over that.
1: Ravioli is a type of pasta comprising a filling enveloped in thin pasta dough. There's a difference because a Pop-Tart isn't pasta dough.
2: It's not pasta. So, no, it's not a ravioli. It's got the same characteristics in a Why way. you know has friends? The same concept, but... Mm-mm. Pop-Tart is not a
1: ravioli. You guys are not doing a very good job of making these arguments.
0: <laughs> Can't argue with
1: the truth. <sighs> Next week, Phoenix, give us a preview.
0: Kevin Harvick's going to get his win of the year. He owns that racetrack. He his has- win... Yeah. Only win? Hmm. I'm going to say he's going to... No, he'll get more than this
2: one, but this will be his first win. Of okay. The year. I think the Monday morning headlines next week is going to be... <laughs> well, that.
0: Do you have a chili on Sunday?
2: I might. With beer? Oh beer's good with anything. I'm. <laughs> see, you made me lose track. Monday morning headline will be chase elliott winning his first race of the year i'd almost wager this one we've got a lot of wagers going on right now. i know i'm struggling to keep
1: track of all that's what makes it
2: fun though so let's let's go let's review the wagers here if jimmy johnson wins a race i have to eat bone in wings for three months yes and if he doesn't then i have to eat boneless for three months if Chase Elliott wins more races than Kevin Harvick, you have to buy my dinner at Roosters. Mm-hmm. But if it's the other way around, I have to buy yours, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna put on a show. Are you? I've got a credit card. <laughs> Let her rip, tater chip. So what I hear is
1: I hear Kevin Harvick. Yes. I hear Chase Elliott.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'll just pick one and let's 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 do a wager this weekend for best finish. Wh- whichever of our three finishes mm-hmm. the highest, right? Yep. Is there a bonus of one of the three win? Oh, we can do that. I'll take Jimmy Johnson.
2: (laughs) Oh, my. Sounds like a plan. Taking Jimmy. So what's like? One of us is going to win, Nathan. Yeah. So whoever finishes highest out of the three, what happens? Well, we land on the line. I'm running low on cash this week. We don't have big cash. Well, I, it, it's been a tight week.
1: All right, here's the deal. Fat boys has got to eat. Whoever finishes the worst, I make a t-shirt with the other two's face, and that loser has to wear that at the icebreaker.
0: Well... I got to wear the Brownson uniform. So you don't one.
1: have to before.
0: Okay, I'll do it before. Yeah, Because I've
1: seen you in the pits without your, your official's shirt on.
0: All right, that's a deal. Is it going to say anything or just be your guys' faces?
1: Well, it's going to have to say, like, the DARF show. Okay, yeah, that's a deal. Okay.
2: All right, so worst finisher, where's the T-shirt? You better let the kids in China know to get the extra size for me because they don't have my size on file anywhere. <laughs> okay, now what? <laughs> what's the winner yet? But you, I threw out that.
1: I don't know. This is great radio right
0: now. I don't know, man. I mean, we just come up with this on the end. I want to say something, but I'm not going to. <laughs> we have the faces for radio. I can't think of nothing really cool. Mm-mm. I guess you just get to wear a winter shirt. Okay.
2: <laughs> That's, That's not, a sad. <laughs>
0: it's not very
1: good, but we can go with. We'll figure out it's something. We, we're
0: better at punishing than we are rewarding. Have you ever noticed that? Mm-hmm. That's kind of our personality. No! Jimmy Johnson ain't going to be finished head anyway, so you'll be the one wearing the thing. Turn down for what?
1: I disagree. Obviously. I disagree. I got Harvick. I got Chase Elliott. I feel good. They'll
2: all pile up on the first lap. <laughs>
1: They're going to cheat at some point this year to get Jimmy a win in his final season.
2: Hmm. Not this early.
1: Oh, I think so because when it gets late, it could screw up the points for NASCAR going into the playoffs. So they will, uh, they will let some things slide in tech to get Jimmy a win. and I'm feeling good about Phoenix. I originally thought California. Gets that's its where they from. Going to do it, but it was too obvious. So we slide it down to Phoenix, especially since Truex
2: couldn't get through tech. Yeah. Yep, was it three or four times he failed? Yeah. So that's what All that right. that is
1: my call right there. He will get his win this weekend from me. All right. All right. All right. So there it is, the DARF show, episode number three. We'll be back next Tuesday night uh, to break down everything from Phoenix. Uh, and I'll try to come up with a better food debate question. Yeah, <laughs> um, both
0: of those neither one were really good. Yeah, How can a Pop-Tart be a ravioli? Who would even think that? <laughs> He's good with these sound effects. He's he good with the the questions on the hot topic. You have That's like a cold topic.
2: Do you have the prices right? I'm in right.
1: my mom's car.
2: Do you have the I'm prices mom. right? Horns of failure on there. I'm the car. <laughs> nah, I'm in my mom's car.
1: <laughs> All right, thank you. We'll be back next week.